Terrible Horror Crap Podcast, sponsored by that groovy cat over there, Joe Garcia of Faz Custom Shirts. Raise the roof, motherfucker. Sponsored by, oh, I already said it, boygob.com. Head out over there. Joe, how was your week? I'm drinking water. Tom, I am also drinking water. Look at this. You can oh, see that logo shit. on there. It's the Houston Festival of Horrors. That the will be horrific at. Festival of Fright Fest Houston Mixes. No, that's not it. This water's got me fucked up, Joe. Let me take Sponsored another sip. Garrett Daddy Podcast. You got to make the noise. Ooh. Oh. So, yeah, my internet maybe is being throttled. I don't know. But, uh, so I'm. What does that some... mean? June means, was last month. It means the, uh, the internet service provider is slowing down your service. Uh, probably to get you to upgrade to like fiber or whatever, or some of their bullshit. You have uh, to eat your fiber, Joe. But I haven't checked. To see, uh, I didn't run a speed test or anything yet, so I'm doing this on my phone. Is what I'm trying to say, so I can't see your silly comments on the no sidebar, which I usually do. But Tom will read off all these comments that are coming in, and I'll Tom's say shit like, "Hey, must be the money." Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. So how's your week been, Tom? Fuck, it's been another one. Surprisingly, today I finished everything I needed to get done for the Houston Horrific Festival of Fright Films. And, excuse me, that rarely happens. It's usually I'm working up until the day I leave finishing shit. But 
I pulled a little mold, like, hey, maybe I'll pour a couple of these and paint them up quicker. Maybe I won't just stick that mold up my fucking ass. Yeah, there you go, Tom. Because it is, I mean, I like going. The, those are fun guys. And shout out to the Horrorholics because they always get shit. But Houston's never been a market for me. The shit that I do, it's, you know, you got to reach your spider legs out through the world and. Hopefully it'll hit the people that it does because it's a specialized thing, if you will. Well, speaking of which, this past weekend was Comics Palooza. Shut the fuck up, Joe. Jake Calf came in and said, Mountain Man Joe's Bat Stew Cave. Open from dusk till dawn. Joe, hit him. Let him know where they can get apple pie. Dusk to dawn. We'll get to that. Oh, shit. uh... Okay. Well, you wanted me to read the comments. (laughs) Yeah. So I was hoping you were going to do a little Cheech Marine. I'll wait for the bats to come out. He was uh, one of those cars, you know. Oh, yeah. So in Comics Palooza, you always had that one kid that would come buy masks from you. And he's probably real sad this weekend that you weren't there, Tom. All right. On the real, the last last year's Herufin, Houston Horrific Festival of Fright Films, he came up with his dad again, and he's a grown-up guy now. And I was just like, yeah, man, I remember you, because you would always come up every year. Yeah. It's crazy. We're getting old as fucking. Mm. I know. Shit's fucked, man. Yeah. Like, every night when I go to bed, like, it's all fine. I'm going to bed. The lights are on. Gonna throw the blankets back. Get into bed and everything. Your Shut prayers. the lights off. Nah, I stopped doing that a few fucking years ago because I don't know what's going on in life. I just figure be the best person you can and let it ride. But anyways, you know, I'd turn down the pillow, as they say. And as soon as I turn those lights off, it's just unimaginable dread and misery floating through my head because I know the life that's going on right now and everything. Every single night, it fucking... Whew, like, a lot of people go through fucked up shit and hardships and everything, and some of those people don't use drugs or alcohol. And, like, God bless them, shout out to them or whatever. But on the real, there's drugs and alcohol out there, people, and they will help you through this shit. (laughs) I know you feel like, yeah, I got through this shit without. And I mean, shout out to you. You're stronger than me. But there is drugs and alcohol out there to help you through very hard things in life. And I know, fuck, I know people have it harder than me. It's not a, oh, woe is me thing. It's just a, do some drugs, dog. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I guess, you know. Yeah, everybody (laughs) needs their outlet or, you know, ways to cope. And, you know, if drugs is your thing, fuck it. That's some Race War the Remake shit. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's a good movie. It is. It is. Would recommend. Joe, shut the fuck up. There's more comments. Mr. Red says, I remember you. Well, that sucks. 
And then Jake Taft came back again that said Tom Martino's metal band Pickle Thrasher. No, no, no. But I would like to go to a band of all ladies named Pickle Kisser. Yeah, so, yeah, I've, I've got, <laughs> like, my stuff together for this show already, oh, too. too much cocaine. But I don't, uh, like I said, I don't Joe, shut up. up! You had uh, me read the comments. Jake's back again. Okay. I have rock hard to, all right, I'm not stopping you for Jake's comments anymore, because they fucking suck. But you told me to, so I'm trying. All right, Tom. Fuck. <laughs> Cocaine. Been doing a little drinking up. cocaine today, huh? I've been fucking drinking water. Mm-hmm. I just keep feeling like I'm gonna sneeze. It's fucked up. You're probably coming down with COVID. I'm probably coming down with a case of the cumsies, and I'm uh-huh. about to explode in my pantaloons. <sighs> All right. I'm sorry. You're just a sexy-faced Arab, Joe. You watch anything this week? Nope. <laughs> I know. I was like, hey, can you send me a list of anything you watch? You said, nope, here's two things, you fat fuck. Get out of here. <laughs> I know you watched plenty. Yeah, I watched a bit. I just got done almost be- almost before. It was before. This water's oh. got me fucked up. Waxworks, remember when you were going to pick that as a series that we were going to watch? Dude. Hold on, my nose keeps itching, and I gotta blow that shit in a boy gob rag that you can get right now at dwnproductions.net. The pod bean bill just came in today, and I had to fucking pay that shit. So help me pay that shit by going to dwnproductions.net and picking up one of these to clean yourself off with, or Blow your fucking nose in. And actually, Tom will be auctioning that. And then throw it off. That one, that exact one there. If you want to buy that one, it'll be fucking 25% more. But you can also go to dwmproductions.net and buy this hat that I never ordered, but the manufacturers made this shit anyways. So go there. Buy that shit, snot rag over there. Joe, talk about wax work, I guess. You're the one who wanted to watch this shit originally but changed your mind. So talk about it. You loved it. You're here now. Speak upon. Well, the cover of it has this midget like inviting you into like a, a door that has a bunch of shit going on in it. Best optical effect in the movie, little known fact. That's the guy from the Dunkin' Donut commercials, Shrunk Down. Best effect in the movie. Yes, he is the guy from the time to make the donuts. So, yeah, this is a movie about, if I remember, it's been a while since I watched it. uh, Some kids decide to sneak into a waxworks museum. Not at all. They were invited. And and they stay the night. and uh, They They don't stay the night. Not at all. And then they start going through like different dimensions and stuff. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> they go to like the Evil Dead house. And then 
uh, a Dracula comes out, and then a, a mummy, and a werewolf, and a Frankenstein's. Not, no. Yeah. So, <laughs> you thought this movie a little differently, like when I did. Because I remember you saying that many, many months ago. And I was just like, yeah, that'd be cool to do Waxworks. I got that DVD. It comes with the second one as well. That's the second one I'm talking about. Mm, we'll see next week, maybe. But uh, I watched this. Not as good as I remember, but I don't remember a lot. I just remember thinking it was really cool. But this is fucking uh, high school kids. They get invited to, oh, come to the premiere of the Wax Museum. So they do. And if they go behind the red waskily rabbit, if they go behind the red velvet ropes, they'll get transported to the world that the scene takes place in. And I guess this fucking dude's just trying to have his monsters come to life or some shit. I don't know. It's, uh, hey, step into the world of the fucking diorama or whatever. And if you die, then I need six of them and my monsters will come to life or some shit. Like, there's some really cool effects shit in there. But there's a lot of, uh, can we get to it? This is too much like a full moon movie for me, dog. Or like a episode of the DWN's Terrible Horror <laughs> Crap Podcast. Just because you're sleeping in the dark doesn't mean that you should fucking shoot up some smack and get this party going, brother. I, I don't need the fucking light on when I sleep. You, hey, you, do. you need the light on. You look like a fucking 80s horror movie poster right now. You're the leprechaun creeping behind the door, mate. That's you. But Waxworks was okay. Like I said, there's some good... I don't know what you call them in this day and age. I don't Waxworks. Know you... is that no, like... definitely not. i haven't heard that shit ever besides this movie and they're walking like oh look it's a waxworks like i'm supposed to know are they pressing records in there or what the fuck i don't know waxworks oh excuse me that's a that's a punk band they make them records and shit send them out to all the homosexuals and what have you but joe this movie was okay. Wax if you, works. Without the S. Yeah. The it's okay. <laughs> That's something and I'm trapped in time. I'll probably watch that this week coming up. But or I, nah, definitely not. This is, I'm probably more tired than you are, jokes. I did work like a man today instead of you flipping tortillas and what have you. Yeah, I didn't really do shit today. It made me tired. You're a sleepy bunch. They call you breakfast tacos, I hear, Joe. Ew. What'd you watch? The first lady. Oh, that dumb bitch. Um, <laughs> I watched 
the sadness. This Tom Martino story. I thought it was going to be about Tom Martino. I thought it was just going to be like a shot of you <laughs> for like two hours. And then the end credits, the sadness. <laughs> some Thai shit. So this is about a virus, Tom, that spreads throughout the population and it makes people, um, it makes them start crying at first, like (laughs) tears start rolling down their eyes, uh, and then they, then they start acting out like, uh, doing the worst thing that they've had hidden in their mind, you know, like, like, man, I just always wanted to kill everybody. So they I always them. wanted to suck a dog's dick. Yeah, maybe, you know, or, you know, yeah, I always wanted to go out and do some raping. So there's a lot of, uh, murder and rape and terrible things happening to people. And, and it's pretty intense. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, there's this guy that starts falling around one of the main characters and that's all his intention is he just wants to rape her. You know? <laughs> it's not good. No, it's not a good thing. Who made this? Some Asian? A Canadian. A Canadian made it and he went to Thailand and made it over oh, there. Oh shit. There's only one fucking reason you go to Thailand and it ain't to make a fucking movie. Oh, yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of that. That's gross. Yeah. Just a lot of raping and killing and and, I'm uh, sure everyone was of age. Um, I don't know. I, it's hard to tell, Tom. It's hard to tell. Uh, but it's it's a good flick. It's uh, nah, I'm sure it's not. It's intense. Uh, no, you wouldn't like it because you fucking hate Asians. We covered that. No, I'm just not time. a fan of going no. to Thailand of Asians at all. No. Yeah, I'm all like, for the invasion and the innovations, but I'm going like, oh, to Thailand not American. for me. I ain't going to Thailand. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'll molest a real American. <laughs> yeah, it's on Shudder. I'd say give it a watch. Oh, it's uh, on Shudder. So, yeah, it's fucking the best movie ever. You're into the bloody shit. Do it to it. It's, you know, like I've said before, Shudder doesn't make these movies. They distribute them. You know, they find a movie, they buy it, and then they distribute it. They put the Shutter logo on top of it or whatever. They have nothing to do with the making of these flicks. For, so they for thought Tom it was say, good enough to put oh, their name on Shutter it. Shutter movie, it's terrible. That's like yes, Tom saying, because oh, I don't watch 20th Century Fox movies because I'm, I'm fucking Tom and, you know, I love kids. You know, in that <laughs> way. doesn't? <laughs> But no, Shudder bought the rights to the movies. They thought the movie was good enough to put their name on. Yeah, it's a good so movie. It's, it's, yeah, it's a good Shudder movie. It is. You know, I recommend it. Uh, yeah, highly recommended. As good as Train to Bussin'. Better. I didn't think Train to Bussin' was all that great. Fuck. What about Oakja? Oh, I haven't seen that one. I, I'm not really into pig movies. You know, you're not going to top Charlotte's Web. But are you into manatee movies? Humanity. Fuck. You hit me right in the feels, homegirl. 
Speaking of humanity, you ever seen Future st- Future Shock, the story of blokes and mates? I have seen Future Shock. My Severin package. The 20,000 AD story. Yes. I watched it. Didn't give a fuck. Of course, you don't read those comics. <laughs> yep. So. so, it was one of those documentaries that isn't going to grab you based on the subject matter. It's just, hey, if you're into this shit, you'll probably like it. But all yep. these people were just fucking bloking and mating at me, and I didn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, not for you. It's like... You said it was when we were doing our fucking uh, was Severin... Picks. No, but like, I thought. Oh about yeah, it. you'll like it. You I like thought, the hell with you, mate. I thought about it afterwards, and I thought, well, you know what? This documentary is not about Marvel, and it's it not about a... Image. No, there it is. It kind of is. It's kind of about both. Well, a lot of them both get brought work. up. No, most of them went to work at DC, not at Marvel, really. No, they went to Marvel, and they went to Image, and they also went to Fuck Off Island because it was relegated to the. Buy this shit, Ben. And if you would like to buy this shit, come on down to the Houston Horrific Festival of Fright Films and buy this shit on DVD for the low, low price of $15. I just, I couldn't. Like, Judge Dredd was all I knew. And then (laughs) fucking old guy was talking about Captain Flag or Cash Flag or fucking patriot boy what was that shit you tried to have me read and i was like no this sucks prisonment mr martial law that was it right no that was for marvel no that was this fucking guy he was like the main guy pat mills right Pat Mills, yeah yeah he was like the main focal point in this fucking documentary yeah pat mills and john wagner they talked yeah wasn't good and alan grant yeah, they talk about, uh, for those of you that, that dig the 2000 AD stuff, uh, like Rogue Trooper and uh, ABC. More like Rogue One. And uh, what's that, uh, Robo Hunter. Yeah, so that's some good shit. If you're into uh, those comics, go ahead and watch it. But if not, I don't know. Tom's going to talk about some other bullshit now. What'd you watch, watch, Joe? Oh, I watched Bosch Legacy. Uh, it went from Prime to some other channel called Freebie, and so they cut the budget in this thing in half. Uh, they got rid of all the supporting characters, most of them. They got a real shitty new theme song, and it's still good. They kept the <laughs> and decided, let's pay the writers and like make this shit still good. You know, We'll get rid of all these other fucks that are just taking up space. And I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> What was the song like, Joe? I don't know, because like I heard it the first, you know, it's like, oh, let's see what this new theme song, because I like the original theme song, and this one was just like, like real happy, you know, like it's a fucking detective show about, you know, murderers and you know, scammers and rapists and shit and corrupt these rapist movies. This is a. like all cheerful, a stupid theme song, and every time you know you got that feature that's like skip intro, fucking skip it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Freebie used to be IMDB TV, you know. It did. It did. It did. And you know what recently came out on IMDB slash Freebie? Podco, which I started watching, but we'll talk about that next week. All right. Well, this week, let's talk about Corner Gas Animated Season 1. Go ahead and talk about that. It was another season. Had a few good chuckles, and I enjoyed it. Didn't finish it yet, but uh, Kids in the Hall, the new season, came out on Amazon. Joe, did you watch this? No. Well, I watched like three episodes a couple months ago when it first came on. And then I heard there was a documentary about Kids in the Hall. I was like, well, yeah, that I'll watch. I don't care about a new season so much because, you know, that's like old shit. They're just coming back to try and, you know, get on the old nostalgia train is a lot of people do. There's people on this nostalgia train. Let's make the documentary because some assholes will watch it. That asshole was me, Yosef. Mm -hmm. Have you ever watched The Kids in the Hall? I watched a few episodes. Not for you? It's all right. You know, a lot of it's just silly, like a guy with a cat <laughs> on his head or another guy going around squeezing people. You know? Sure, I guess, but isn't comedy supposed to be silly there, Joe? All right, suppose. <laughs> then you said it was. So it I guess it's just the Canadians think it's funny. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a cultural barrier. Mm-hmm. But Comedy Central used to show this shit like all the time. That's how I first used to saw is like all day for four hours. You weren't going to see fucking shit but kids in the hall. And uh, back then you could say the other F word on regular cable like it was nobody's business and no one would bat an eye. That's what I learned in this documentary, Kids in the Hall Comedy Punks. Uh yeah, so a... I always saw it saw it as like a like a gay skit show. <laughs> but, All right. That's fine, but that's just not for me, you know. It's like, you know, I get it. That's that's cool, you know. So yeah. it really hit me that way. Uh there was one dude, Scott Thompson, and he's the gay guy in the uh troop. I think that was the word troop. <laughs> no, but I mean, I guess as the kids would say, he was such a wild homo that he made everything super gay. And on top of that, it was like uh, all the dudes dressing like ladies and playing ladies. So uh, in this documentary, that was like a big focal point where they had a bunch of gay people in there talking about it. And I was that's like, this is a pretty, pretty gay documentary. I thought we were here to learn about kids in the hall, but I guess thinking about it, I can see because that dude was fucking flat out. Everybody knew he was gay and it was what it was. And he was making fun of the shit and said like this day and age fucking we're on YouTube, fucking Facebook and shit, but you can't say it. Dude was flat out saying it, but other F word 
he was like that would like I'm saying that was like on fucking regular like basic cable and shit or whatever. But uh so yeah, they talked about that and that how everybody was just like, Oh yeah, that gay comedy thing and they called him a bunch of fucking simpletons. Did they talk Talking about, about you, Joe? Because he did, did a he did a lot of that Judge Dredd art, you know. Did they talk about Poland? Brian Boland. They did not because this is Kids in the Hall, not 2080. Okay, well, I recommend that one. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I mean, this one was good. It talked like it was That's fucked great. up, Joe. <laughs> it's weird because Amazon broke the shit. In the fucking two parts. Like, I'm sure it was made as, like, a fucking feature-length documentary. But for some reason, Amazon cut it down into two episodes. So Yeah, I mean, one... I like Monster Squad, but I don't like it enough to watch a documentary about it. <sighs> that Monster Squad documentary was fucked up. Wolfman got nards. That was... So much that fucking kid who grew up to be a man who made the movie was just, look at me, look at me. I made this movie. But, I mean, if you like Kids in the Hall, this fucking documentary is worth checking out. If you don't, probably wouldn't check it out. It's it's the future shock syndrome. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's one of those documentaries like if you don't give a fuck about the subject matter why watch it sometimes it's no it's a well made documentary sometimes it's just you know getting a deeper dive into something you like this time it's it's just uh, if you like the subject check it out but Crystal Lake Memories 8 hours about the <laughs> yeah home. if you don't like fucking Jason, I don't know why the fuck you'd ever watch that shit. But Joe, what? The Anchoress. The Anchoress. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Uh, Another movie in the All the Haunts Be Hours box set. And uh, this one, it's not a horror movie. Again, they fucked me on that. And I don't even know that it's a folk horror movie because it's, uh, or well, it's not a horror movie at all, but it's not folk either because it's, uh, it's about a chick that's dumb, retarded, because she thinks she can, uh, she can talk to the Virgin Mary or that the Virgin Mary is talking to her. So what the church does is like they consider those people special. Yeah, so do I. And what they do is they wall her up in a in the church you know they make like a little room for her there with just like one window where the townspeople can come and like hey you know what should i do about this and she'll be like oh the virgin mary says to go do this or that and uh i don't know this is based on a true story like there was really some hoe that uh that they threw in a wall like that and like it was a cool or special thing, you were blessed or whatever. <laughs> but uh, I'm not blessed for having watched this movie because it was just boring as fuck. And uh, yeah, I don't appreciate being screwed over again. It's not folk. It's not horror. It's just fucking. <laughs> it looks good. It 
uh, it's shot a lot like that old Joan of Arc movie. So I think they ripped off that style, but that's all it's got going for it. It's just fucking boring. I don't give a shit about the special features. Uh, yeah, both of the films from England in this, they suck. They suck, man. Uh, I think I've got three more. Three more left in this fucking thing. The Anchoress. <laughs> Speaking dumb. of getting fucked over by Severin, <laughs> I watched Wild Beasts. Have you heard of this one, Joe? Wild Beasts and where to find them, yes. No, Harry just Potter. Wild Beasts, not the Harry Potter shit. Yes. This is... Uh, Dumbledore um, is like younger... And he's, uh, like, fighting against some other evil wizards. Not in this one. This is surprisingly a WAP movie nobody cares about. And in it, somehow, PCP gets into the uh, water system of a, of a northern European city. Northern Europe. <laughs> okay. This is an Italian movie, Joe. All right, I guess you don't know what Europe looks like. Anyways, PCP gets into the uh, it looks water. Like a... <laughs> no, Italy does, but there's more to it than just Italy. <laughs> well, this is an Italian movie. <laughs> it is, but, you know, that's probably the most southern point of Europe you can get, and this takes place in a northern European city. But anyways, PCP gets into the water system, and uh, at we at no, I we focus on a zoo. Okay. Instead of you know going to another city where everyone's just lapping up water after a fucking ten k race or something, the filmmaker said, "No, we're gonna focus on a zoo." So the PCP makes these animals wild, like they do. Yes. Oh man. Look at that wild panther over there. Oh, check out that wild zebra. Man, he's fucking wild. Yep, they are. And you can tell they are because they do shit like and make noises like that, you see, Joe. Uh-huh. Uh, lot of more, a lot of more. A lot of animal cruelty going out in here, Joe. Uh, Is there a lot of stock footage like treasure? No, surprisingly, no. That's why there's a lot of animal cruelty going on in this movie, Joe. A lot of cattle prodding. Uh, I would assume so. Like there's there's a a set piece where it's a bunch What's of rats eating piece, people. You know, you know, a focal point of the movie, a main point where all this shit's gonna happen in a certain place, and okay. So uh, they have a bunch of rats, only they can find white rats, but what they wanted were dirty black rats that you would find in the sewers. So what they did was painted all these white black rats. What they did was painted, Joe, they painted these white rats black. And then they fucking hit them with water hoses and set them on fire and shit. And just tossed them at windshields. It was fucked up. As you were watching this shit, you could definitely be like, yeah, this isn't supposed to happen. This is 
this is kind of fucked up. And then after watching the movie, I looked this movie up and all the searches came back. Man, they fucked up all these animals. <laughs> like, it was surprisingly okay for an Italian movie, but it's going in the box to sell because I can't watch this shit again. Like, you could definitely tell these animals were getting hurt and shit. Well, like, I mean, it's not like they have laws like that in Italy, you know. And those rats, you know, they probably turned them into meatballs afterwards, you know. Just, like, mix it in with the spaghetti sauce. Even if they did, there was stuff. I I can't remember what it was, but it was, like, it could have been, uh, I mean, it definitely was the piss fuck shit movie that we just watched. What was it? Ebola syndrome, where they were chopping up the frogs. Like, that was at a restaurant and shit where they were really going to eat them. I guess, okay, whatever. But there was some other shit I just watched recently where they were chopping up animals and they were going to eat them. But I just don't go for that shit at all. Uh, you just go for Burger King and Rim Jobs, right? Burger King and Rim Jobs? Fuck you. That's all I do. Yeah, I can't really recommend this shit this was what i thought i was gonna get when i watched day of the animals i thought that was the fucking animals on pcp movie but it was really wild beasts i, I mean what uh, oh fuck you <laughs> find them in your fucking annals joe or you can find this one at severin-films.com I mean, if you're interested, watch it once, I guess, but it's fucked up that, <laughs> I mean, but there's movies where people died, like people love Deadpool too, but people, you remember Gone Fishing with Danny Glover and Joe Pesci? I do. Someone fucking died making that movie, and that's like... You gotta Fuck. make sacrifices for art. Not for fucking Gone Fishing with an apostrophe. <laughs> Hey, so should they have thrown this in uh, into the folk horror box set? Because Anchorage made it in. <sighs> no, because it's Italian. <laughs> and they weren't in the woods. Mm. There's no Stragas in it, right? I mean, probably Friday the 13th 7 should have been in it because it was in the woods. But, you know, licensing issues. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Joe Killer Crocodile. Have you heard of it? Yes, I have. Have you seen it? No, I have not. It's silly shit. This was probably the best one I got from the uh, Severin Spooky Cheeky Summer Sale or whatever it was called. Uh, if you like silly shit, it's a goofy looking fucking crocodile that never blinks. This shit was made in 1989. There was definitely people figuring out how to make fucking eyelid mechanisms on animatronics work. Even if you were just pulling strings, you could have made this fucking crocodile blink, but... It's just a static eye, no eyelids even sculpted on it. So this croc this foam crocodile never blinks, and that helps with the cheesiness. Uh 
The first one's ridiculous as shit. If uh, you do a double feature, a crocodile one and two, it's basically the same shit because it was shot back to back, has the same leads in it and everything. It's silly as shit, but again, it's another fucking Watt movie. Like, I really don't give a fuck, but... Are there any set pieces? Yes, there is. There is one where they're on the uh, lake and they're fighting the crocodile or river. I don't know. Shit, right? Man, I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil it, but uh the last ten minutes the last five minutes of the movie's pretty good. Uh Black Friday sale, I would say uh get this shit, the uh Severin edition, Blu-ray, Crocodile one and two, whatever the fuck it is. Think I paid 15, 10 bucks for it. It's good if you're with a bunch of people. And you want to watch a giant animal killer movie or whatever the fuck? It was all right, but it wasn't. It wasn't what it. It's okay for a Sever movie. I was entertained, <laughs> not like those other two. I mean, Wild Beast was all right, but you can just tell that they were fucking with the animals. And it was just like, all right, what are we doing here, you greasy spoon motherfuckers? Did you hear and or see that, Joe? I thought I saw something whip by, whip by. It's just all so dark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Joe, you like movies? AVPR is what some people Colon. call. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Aliens versus Predator Requiem. Now, Requiem, why they fucking threw that on there, I don't know. Because Requiem's like a song that they're supposed to, I don't know, bring back like a memory of something. So, Requiem, I don't fucking know. Hey, that sounds cool. Let's put Requiem in the title. Okay, so... In the last movie, our closing shot is our opening shot of this movie where the predator is pregnant and it has <laughs> a comes out. A predator. And it's a predator alien hybrid because it's got the mandibles, you see, you know, the little fucking, you know. Now, this is not something that's ever happened before. The aliens would come out of humans and, uh, they didn't have like human features, you know, like, oh man, this alien's got a mustache, you know. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, like, I guess with the, with the predators, it does. It gets the predator features. Uh, so, like, they're drunk driving back home <laughs> and then they fucking wreck. Don't drive. Because they drunk. were celebrating, Joe. Yeah, don't drive drunk. They oh. were celebrating another successful hunt in the right in the passage. Even though all of them died and nobody fucking was able to transfer into manhood or whatever the point of fighting aliens in the pyramid was. So they crash land into into Colorado (laughs) and the little baby alien spider things, they get out and they're like looking for hosts and shit. And they find them, and really quickly, like they like, find them at Camp Crystal Lake. Like in the first Alien movie, it took like days 
for the thing to gestate, but now nah, they just fucking go into somebody and boom, pop out. Another alien pops out. I don't fucking know. I, you know. Um, so yeah, and then we were introduced to some teen like, you know, people that were fucking. This movie's fucking, fucking crazy, Joe. <laughs> this is like Alien vs. Predator in like CWWB teen drama show. This shit's wild. Yeah, I thought it was of a sci-fi original movie, you know, because it looked cheap, a lot of it. It's def- you can definitely, it's like uh, the aliens, to me. The aliens look bad. Have always looked good in all the movies except for this one. This one is definitely, oh shit, okay, we got like, we sculpted or put together the front part of the head and we'll just like kind of stick that in the camera. <laughs> You know, um, Which is weird because the Predators definitely look better than the last movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So anyway, there's this Predators kind of sitting at home, and it's <laughs> the apartment, and like an alarm goes off, and it's like, oh shit, they fucked up. You know, I guess I got to go clean up. You know, I got to get my exterminator stuff and go clean up this alien mess. And uh, yeah, so he books it to Earth, which I guess is pretty close by. It. Because he gets there quick. And this guy, this predator, he's just hunting around. He's got some new weapons. His, uh, his infrared is a lot better. So he bought the, the higher... His space. vision. He bought glasses. He's yeah. wearing contacts. You know, so he's there trying to kick some alien ass. He's taking his chops, too, getting busted. Meanwhile, the aliens are just killing everybody in town. Um, There's a lot of fighting in the sewers. Yeah, there's this dark that just got back from the army, and she knows how to drive a big ass ATV and fly a helicopter. So she learned a lot of shit in the army. Get to the chopper, Joe. Special lot, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Some little throwbacks to other movies. Uh, Like the last one was like, "You ugly motherfucker!" That was, and they cut it off. That sucked a dick. Yeah, like this movie. This movie (laughs) sucked a dick. It's uh, it was, it was only what uh, nine minutes, right? And it seemed like I was watching this thing for days. Like, goddamn, this movie's making me sleepy. Well, that's just because you're Mexican. Well, it's because it was dark. It was very dark movie. You can't see what the fuck's going on. And then, yeah, except when it's like the teenage stuff, and you're in the woods. Then it's fucking lit like the Friday the 13th remake. And I was thinking about that shit the whole time. I was like, this just looks like the fucking, like a bootleg Friday the 13th movie. And then the credits came up and it was Daniel Pearl. And he's the dude who shot the fucking Friday the 13th remake and fucking uh, the Chainsaw remake, which kind of looks like it. But that one has like more autumn and green colors. This one, fucking the Friday the 13th movie and Alien vs. Predator and the wood shit, it looks like some weird cheap-ass CWWB fucking bullshit. And I, I don't feel good that I was able to call fucking cinematographers by how terribly they, they <laughs> shoot a fucking scene. And that's fucked up because he actually shot one of your favorites, the original Texas Chainsaw, which looks... Nothing like that, but maybe if they had modern technology, it would have because they were using cheap shit. 
Well, I mean, this movie was directed by special effects guys. And, you know, visual effects guys. Don't be a piece of shit. They were visual effects artists. It just they weren't out in the field. They were sitting at computers, Joe. They know how to They're tell visual stories. effects artists. Anything. It's kind of like, uh, hey, let's let Stan Winston direct something. Nope. That no, he's me. a special effects artist. And we'll get to that when we talk about the fucking creature feature movies next month. Are we going to watch those again? Yep, because that's what I'm picking. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> now call them visual effects artists, you piece of shit, because that's uh, what they are. They're SFX guys. No, they're v- VFX. And they're the, the something brothers, the smothers. Dude, yeah, I saw that and Correct. I was just like, come on, you fucking queebs. Oh, I hate when motherfuckers do that shit. Like other everything, everywhere, all at once. It's said directed by the Daniels. I was like, shut the fuck up. But Just put one, your goddamn names. This one has the brothers first. The brothers. And yeah, then, whatever. Strauss yeah. or whatever the yeah. fuck these idiots were. Yeah, Stradivarius, I think. Um, you were good when you said the Smothers Brothers. We all heard you, but. Yeah, this one sucks. I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was better than the other one, but it was fucking weird. Like, it was a weird amalgam of a bunch of different shit. Maybe if it was a little, little better where you could see what was happening. But, you know, I thought the Predator was like, oh, shit, I got to go and contain this stuff. You know, they didn't have multiple Predators. They just focused on the one. They didn't have that stupid-ass predator skull mask. (coughs) This actually had a fucking predator montage of him suiting up that wasn't just two fucking shots like the last one. Like, it actually showed him getting ready for shit. Like, I mean, I fucking liked this one. It was kind of back to basics. What would happen if the predators and aliens came to Earth? Sure, it happened in a boring, you know, little town thing or whatever, but it gave you an idea of what would happen if the predators and aliens (laughs) came to Earth. But like I said, I'm not an aliens fan, so whatever fucked up shit they did to say, oh, how dare they do this in an aliens movie? That didn't affect me at all. Yeah, they had the predator again, like uh, doing his little medicine shit you know they had that scene fucking hit all that drywall out yeah uh and this predator has some uh blue fucking acid or something he's just pouring around on everything (laughs) that was to kill the fucking i was gonna say reptiles but the fucking aliens the wild beasts and where to find you some bitch mate yeah yeah this one sucks and it is it ends with like a setup for another movie. These Strauss brothers, brothers Strauss, thought they were going to be able to make another. This movie did make some money, you know? Because um, it was rated R, unlike the last one that was PG 13. Yeah, I guess everybody thought, oh, this is going to be bloody as shit and violent. Nah, it sucked. I mean, it was. There was some good stuff. It was violent, but it was like boring violence. Like, who gives a shit? You. I do, I do, you're right. <laughs> I'll set by it. It's like, man, this is fucking boring. I'll... I will remember you. 
it ends with like a like oh we got this predator gun the world's not ready for that predator gun the end we'll see <laughs> what happens <laughs> we'll see what happens going forward joe we got a couple more movies to see what happens right yeah now the uh i've read some more predator comic shit so i read the third part of the Dutch's brother trilogy, and he still doesn't find his Dutch. Uh, he just fights a, another predator in the jungle again, so that was pretty much the same shit. And then two stories that were serialized in Dark Horse Comics, and then they were printed again together in Predator the Jungle Tales or some shit. <laughs> uh, shit, one of them... I don't know. They're just in the jungle. <laughs> They're just in the jungle. One of them's about a guy whose village gets decimated, and he goes and he fights the uh, predator and fights him to a standstill. And then in the other one, the predators like kills another village, and some white hunters go after him. They get their asses kicked, but the jungle kicks the predator's ass. The jungle. It's like the jungle came alive. It's the jungle. <laughs> like in that movie you see. Yeah. Predator. <laughs> she said the jungle came alive. <laughs> so they were pretty good? Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Better than fucking AVPR. Golan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you like comic books? Pumpkin you know Boy? I think comic books are getting better, Tom. Uh, when we last left Spider-Man, he had just killed his girlfriend, Gwen Stacy, <laughs> trying to save her. So he's throwing the blame on uh, the Green Goblins for taking Gwen Stacy you know, to a nice view of the city to begin with, you know, on top of a bridge and all. So this issue is pretty much just, you know, a slug fest. We do have some interludes, like Peter stops in and checks on his buddy uh, Harry Osborne, who is still got some, he got some badass fast. Because this shit it's not letting him down, you know. He's like, <laughs> he wants to come down, but he can't, man. This is this going and going. I think it was sprayed with raid, Joe. Yeah, so, <laughs> and yeah, Harry Osborne's, hey, no, don't leave, Pete. Stay with me. Stay, I'm, I'm fucking losing pizza. Yeah, fuck you, dude. And takes off to go and get his revenge. And go have sex with my dead girlfriend. Yeah. And, uh, and that's it. He's fighting the goblins, and the goblins, like, hey, well, I'm going to impale you with my fucking, uh, goblin glider. <laughs> impales himself yep uh, all right now think about the design of this goblin glider okay what sticks out the most is it the tip of the wings or is it the flat ass face on the front of this glider that would just kind of ram into his chest and just push everything in with force yeah, because he definitely didn't get stabbed. It was along just the line. They added a fucking uh, like a spear tip at the end of this thing. 
you know, which wasn't there before ever. But no, for the purposes of this story, it is, and it impales the goblin, and he's dead. We'll never see the Green Goblin again. Ever. Ever. Fuck the Iron Patriot and fucking 400 and some issues or whatever. That being said, this was, I thought, another good issue. You know, this is definitely a fucking improvement. The last issue and this issue, hey, Spider-Man's is getting good. Maybe it's going (laughs) to stay good. We'll see. We'll see. But to be fair, the inking still sucked. Uh huh. Definitely not the right inker for Gil. Joe? Yeah. You like lists? I do. I've been known to like a list or two, Tom. All right. Let's see. Let me put on my specs. It's dark here. I wish I had a torch. Uh, oh, that's shit. what they call a flashlight over in England. So this Do they? We are counting down our top ten with honorable mentions fictional weapons. You know, the weapons that they make up for the purposes of stories and movies, comic books, video games, and the like. So, my honorable mentions, Tom, I have the power ring. That's what the Green Lantern wears. It's a ring... That's controlled by your will. What if he didn't have fingers? Then you could wear it on your arm or something, or like, I guess, like around your neck, or you know, with a chain. On a very small penis. Yeah, like maybe your sweetie gave it to you and you wear it on the chain. Then another honorable mention is I have the BFG, and this was from a video game called Doom. Then I have the Cosmic Cube. This is a reality, reality, reality altering cube, Tom. To the Tesseract, you see. <laughs> and then I have Kung Lao's hat. He can throw that shit and fuck some people up, you know? Fuck you, I job, you piece well, of shit. That's right. And another one that's almost just like Kung Lao's hat is the flying guillotine from mm. the movie. Master of the flying guillotine. Not you, jump steady. No one was talking to you. Mm-mm. Those are my honorable mentions. I, I I actually thought of putting Kung Lao's hat on there. <laughs> that was a good one. I have the lightsaber machete from the Machete 3 trailer. Machete in space. And then I have the Planet Terror leg gun. It only made the honorable mentions because it was just a gun shoved in her leg. And guns <laughs> exist. They do. <laughs> and then I have Shao Khan's wrath hammer. I mean, you can make a giant fucking hammer, so it's an honorable mention because you can make that shit, you see, Joe. I do see. And then I have Stormbreaker. Granite, you have to fucking be worthy to pick it up, but uh, it's just a fucking axe, Joe. You can make an axe, right? Yeah. You yeah. gotta can pick that up. Mm-hmm. But still, it's just an axe. And then I have the number one killer xylophone or harp or whatever the fuck they were playing in Kung Fu Hustle making all those fucking things happen. 
That shit was cool as fuck. But since I couldn't remember exactly what it was, it was just an honorable mention. At number 10, I have the phasers from Star Trek. Because you can set it to stun and just kind of stun somebody. Or you can set it to kill and fucking kill them. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah. I have the big-ass guns from Men in Black, the ones that they had to cock and shoot. Uh-huh. I just thought they looked cool, Joe. <laughs> Fuck the noisy cricket. It's all about the big-ass cool-looking guns. At number nine, I have Excalibur. And this is a King Arthur's uh, sword. He who fucking lifts the sword shall lead the fucking whatever. Something to do with England. Even though you don't know how to pronounce sword, I sword. thought that was going to be your number one for sure. So now I'm excited to see what it is. Even though you can just fucking make a sword, Joe. <laughs> but not Excalibur. Yeah, you could. I'm sure there's replicas out there and it's the same shit. They just super glued it in a fucking rock. Number nine? Yes. I have the Predator's Frisbee. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. And then seeing it in this fucking most recent one where it stapled that motherfucker against the wall, I was like, oh shit, that is badass. So the Predator's little Frisbee thing that cut Gary Busick in half. At number eight, I have the Lawgiver. This is Judge Dredd's gun that uh, he can just like tell it what kind of rounds to fire, like armor piercing, you know, or incendiary, or just straight up fucking bullets. Well, my number eight is Hellboy's gun. The Samaritan, just kidding. It's Petey Wheatstraw's cane, you fuck. He can, like, wiggle it at you, and you'll turn into a dog and shit, and your fucking old lady will say, nothing but an old dog. So we got Petey Wheatstraw's cane. It has the powers of the devil. At number seven, I have the cock gun from... From dusk till dawn. It's a gun that you wear over your cock and you can shoot people with it. With hip motions. He would bring that to, to class. Like that's what people paid to fucking see and not <laughs> learn. And he'd bring his whip too and practice whipping shit outside by the building like that's what people paid to see and not learn mm. number seven this would have been lower on the list but i didn't want to put like living weapons as a fucking thing like oh, oh i've got weapon x mon ami so uh Sector and all the cyber ninjas. That's like the best weapon ever. And probably would have been number one. But <laughs> doesn't count. Probably should have been an honorable mention. But I wanted it on the actual list. So I did fucking Sector's 
little compactor thing where he fucking shoots a giant compactor out of his chest that's like eight feet tall and then crushes you in it because it's ridiculous as shit and always makes me giggle. So I have his compactor that if he would fucking shoot it out of his chest, it would definitely make him tip over. At number six, I have Craven the Hunter's nipple lasers. You know, you think it's just a fucking costume and some eyes are there, but nope. You got fucking nips. Laser. <laughs> Laser nips. Mm-hmm. Um, number six, I've got web shooters. I'm too fucking fat to ever be able to use those things but they're cool joe they're cool they are at number five i have the tall man's balls (laughs) so you don't want to mess with the tall man's balls you don't want them like hitting up against your forehead or anything tom (laughs) no you don't joe (laughs) At number five, I have King Kong's axe that was in the most recent Godzilla vs. Kong movie where he made an axe out of one of fucking Godzilla's fins. I thought that was the best thing about the fucking movie. It's cool. It's a cool concept. He's got this radioactive battle axe thing. I think that's cool. At number four, I have pumpkin bombs. He probably should have used more of those this issue instead of that glider, you know, but unfortunately we'll never see him again. So pumpkin bombs. At number four, I have the tall man's balls. Don't let him hit you in the head, you fuck. At number three, I have Madcap's bubble gum. Bubble gun, not bubble gum. You remember the character Madcap? Tom? I do. He's actually Deadpool, and that's the voice that's in Deadpool's head. Hmm. He's not actually a split personality. It's two beings encompassing the same body, you see. I wasn't aware of that, but that ex- explains his miraculous healing powers. But uh, he had a bubble gun, a gun that would shoot bubbles. That's all it would do. It didn't really do anything. It just shot bubbles. But he had a nice hat with a feather in it. Did yeah, colorful mm-hmm. costume too. Yellow and purple, if mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. You remember correctly. <sighs> Number three, I have the orgasmo ray. You get shot with it, it'll make you come in your pants. You see quite a weapon it is it'll stop any man in his tracks mm-hmm. with dignity because he'll have to clean himself up at number two i have the rock it launcher from fallout this is a gun that you could just load up with anything you find you find a lot of scrap 
and your fallout, like old burnt books, you can load them into this gun and shoot them at people. Find old teddy bears or like billiard balls, and you can shoot them at people with this gun. It's pretty some kind of pneumatic weapon. Yes, pneumatic. (laughs) It's a very nomadic weapon, Tom. Not nomadic. (laughs) Traveling around the wasteland. My number two is something that should have been used. Excuse me, this water. A lot more in this most recent Spider-Man issue we read, and that's pumpkin bombs, Joe. Should have used a lot more of those pumpkin bombs. Uh He left one for him in the last issue, but this one, not a pumpkin bomb in sight. You fucking prick. That's it, number one, Joe. At number one, I have the blue shell. If you're in last place at Mario Kart, you pick up a blue shell and it's going to go all the way and hit whoever's in first place. Fuck them over. It's a great weapon. Well, my number one is the BFG. That's the big fucking gun, Joe. It was only an honorable mention for you because you got some pussy shit like this turtle shell on yours. But If you were right in the front in Doom... And I was in the back. I would, <laughs> I would shoot the big fucking gun yeah. at the ground and launch like 70 miles into the air and avoid that shell. Big fucking gun would have flown out of your hands. Well, I probably would have blown my fucking feet and dick off too. <laughs> but the big fucking gun is awesome. That is the ultimate fucking weapon ever. Ever, ever, ever. All hail the big fucking the gun, big Joe. <laughs> so next week, I was going to say, let's do our fucking favorite fictional vehicles. But then I was thinking about fictional vehicles. And then I said, Thomas, let's just do our favorite vehicles from pop culture. And that'll help. Spread the seed a little bit so we can pick out of other things. So next week, we're going to be talking about ways to get around and shit. But anyways, head on over to dwnproductions.net. Go buy this thing. You can blow your nose and or your dick in it and get these hats. Got to pay for this fucking podcast somehow. I know we decided to do it, but we want you to fucking pay for it. So get to dwnproductions.net, buy that bullshit, or find piece of art. Mm. Or a t-shirt. What about t-shirts? Where can they get t-shirts, Joe? You can go to fastcustomshirts.com, and in the search engine, you can look up Boy Gob. And you can get yourself a Boy Gob shirt. Or there's a few DWM Productions designs that you can look up. Or you can still get yourself a Race War shirt. If you haven't seen the movie, watch it somewhere. I don't know where you can watch it. But Big Faces sell DVDs. But uh, there's no Big Faces on the shirt. But buy it. There is a Big Bitch on the Precious shirt, though. Go buy that. That's a good one. Yeah. And... 
for those of you in the Houston area next weekend, come on out to the Houston Horror Film Fest where Tom and I will be set up. Uh, going to be a weird setup. I think they have three different rooms where the vendors are going to be in. So that'll be interesting. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I did not know that. I was informed of this last night. I'm sure we're close to each other, though. We're very close, Tom. Okay. <laughs> well, my brother, I will see you this weekend. And everybody else, enjoy your week. And your boy, kids God. Are good out there. Boy, God. Again. The song, you heard.